Hello everyone, this is Pastor Scott. And this is Pastor Don from Good Samaritan Lutheran Church here in Las Vegas. And you're listening to Good News from Good Sam, our podcast. This is where we go deeper into our weekly message and give you some spiritual food for the week. So we hope that you enjoyed listening today and always feel free to share it with some of your friends as well. Absolutely. We just hope that our time together today will bless you and that will bring you a little bit closer to God and His love for you. Well, welcome everyone to Good News at Noon, Wednesday edition. Our, obviously, the people are getting so this, We were looking at, it is the fourth week of our five-part sermon series, Dress for Success. And uh, we've talked about compassion, kindness, gentleness, meekness. Uh, we had a little bit of an intro to it and then this week is kind of the last quality before next week up. which is the wrap up yeah. and how it's all bound together in love um, and so patience you know, Pastor Jim I don't know what you heard but uh, some of the feedback I got probably more than I've, I've had in several weeks is boy I sure needed to hear that I think people could identify with it that's yeah. for sure Yeah, and I think we both tried to give examples to help people identify with that that the, uh, the, the the biggest thing is our general lack of patience. <laughs> yeah, when I found out I was preaching this one, I was like, oh boy, here we go. Um, well, I mean, you both touched on that, and, and both times when I listened to both services, I'm like, man, it is incredibly frustrating how hard it is to be patient. Yeah. <laughs> like, why is it so hard? Uh, you know, I find that, it's funny you say that, because I find you to be a very patient person. You're very patient with myself and Pastor Scott. Um, <laughs> I probably require a little bit more patience than Pastor Scott. And then you have four children. And I have, now I'm not privy to what goes on in the privacy of your home, but my interactions with you, Tommy, is to see that you are very patient with mm. your children, for the most part. I'm sure that that is not a universal, every parent would understand. Yeah. It's not universal all the time. Thank you. So that's interesting that you seem you seem you say that you seem to struggle with patience when it seems like at least the perception you give across is you are a patient person. Mm. Wow. So you're faking it really well. Takes a lot of practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's all a continuum, you know. Some people are more patient than others, mm-hmm. but will still. It doesn't take much to trip them up then mm-hmm. if if something happens. Like I usually consider myself to be a fairly patient person. But the examples that I gave were all my own examples <laughs> of losing patience. <laughs> Even patient people can, can lose that patience. It's interesting. So here's a question for, for you guys joining us online and for the, the uh, panel here. Do you find yourself becoming less patient or more patient as you get older? And do you see in other people less patience or more patience as they get older? Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I'll be kind of jumping ahead on some of your points by answering this, but I, I do find that I have found myself to be more patient as I get older because of my realization of needing other people's patience with me. You know mm. what I mean? I think it's a lot easier to kind of to extend patience in situations when I'm like, oh, I'm sure I've done this before and needed other people's patience. Right. Time is an issue too, and uh, I've just found that with retirement, I'm not so time bound mm. as I used to be, mm. and so that gives me the opportunity to say, 
well, it was going to take longer than necessary and it doesn't really matter to me anymore. I can be a little bit more patient about it. Yeah. That's interesting because when I was listening to your message, I was thinking through some of like how you said a lot, a lot of parents are like their patience is tried. And I was like, man, I find my hardest time to be patient is in that morning rush of like getting mm, myself ready, ready get the kids the ready we, sure. we i don't have time for you to do anything else but follow what our routine is because we've got to be out the door at a certain time you know yeah, and yeah. um i mean i think the only way i've been able to combat that is by waking up extremely early to provide oh, like extra time to you know prevent some of that frustration yeah, yeah. what did connie say there uh she said um to breathe take a breath <laughs> deep breath and uh Halt what you are doing, kind of just stop in that moment. Yeah, yeah. And then Donna says, you know, she's more patient and really has less stress in general. Since retirement, I'm assuming Donna is that, uh, you know, it's interesting, that time thing, and that would have been a, kind of a good point to put in there. When I have allowed enough time, I find myself trans, uh, traveling between the two campuses uh, a fair amount, uh, especially because we're doing a lot of building stuff, building improvements. <clears throat> I never give myself enough time to go from here to the Lakes campus, especially with all the construction that's taking place right now on Durango. Durango, yeah. It's, it's crazy. And and so now there's a meeting Durango with like 10 there. people waiting for me. And oh my gosh, when I know that I'm gonna be late, because A, I didn't set aside enough time to make the transportation, and then B, because there's snarls in traffic, I get to those meetings and I am just so frustrated, so impatient. With you know, I was brought process. up that if you're early for a meeting, you're on time. If you're on time for a meeting, you're, you're late. late. And if you're late for a meeting, you have wasted everybody else's time. That's a fact, Jack. And, and uh, that's a struggle. That's a struggle. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk a little bit about some of the things that we brought up in our messages here. And Pastor Jim, let's, let's start with you. Give us some of the, some of the things. You, you, now you've looked back at it, you've, you've preached it, you probably have some time to think about it. Some of the things that you looking back say man this this really really stuck with me this is this is a, kind of a one of the highlights of what i was saying one one of the things that i just started with was the idea of the saying patience is a virtue mm -hmm. and so okay let's unpack that a little bit and let's let's see what that is and and how we all deal with our own sense of patience but also, what, what struck me, not only working on my own sermon, but also listening to yours, was how many different Bible passages apply to patience. There are lots. And, and so it really struck me that we both seem to go in really different directions. I, I was dealing with the whole sense of, of uh, trying to understand patience from a, uh, a, a point of view of... Um, you know, time and our and our own frustrations with it, and you were dealing with the whole pet peeves, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that kind of a thing. And then it uh, amazed me that we both wound up at the place of saying that part of patience is waiting for the Lord, waiting on the Lord, but the real message in all of this is that God has patience with us. Absolutely. We, we both got to that point at the end, and I thought, isn't that interesting? We kind of went around in totally different ways mm -hmm. and wound up at the same place, that it's yeah. all about God's patience with us, not so much about our patience. Yeah. Um, Connie was saying, yeah, to be on time is to be 10 minutes before. 
impressed. <laughs> yeah. So says uh, you, Connie. Connie was yeah. the same way I was. <laughs> yeah, that's. But no, I think isn't that kind of what it ultimately comes down to is being impatient with others is a exercise in not remembering the patience that is needed for yourself. Somebody made a really good point, and I didn't address this in mine, and I don't, I didn't think I remember you addressing it in yours, Pastor Jim. Someone said sometimes the hardest person to be patient with is myself. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember who said that. Maybe that was uh, Helen today yeah. in the office was saying that, and that makes a lot of sense because sometimes the person we are most impatient with is ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now it may come across as that we are impatient with the people around us, but really the frustration starts with the impatience we mm-hmm. have ourselves and so that is also a great reminder then I think Pastor Jim to remember that God has patience with you so not only does that mean have patience with others but it also can mean have patience with yourself if God thinks highly enough of you to feel that you're worth his patience then maybe you could think highly enough of yourself to feel that you're worth a little bit of patience for yourself as well but but it makes me feel like um, my biggest sin, my biggest confession is that even though I know how patient God is with me, I grow more and more impatient with God. Ooh. You know, I, I went from the whole David saying, how long, O Lord, how long, mm-hmm. O Lord, and to the, uh, the the saints in heaven in Revelation, since we're studying Revelation, that was kind of on my mind, you know, mm-hmm. how long, O Lord, must the earth suffer? And and I think that's part of, as, as I do get a little bit older, I begin to reflect a little bit more on those kinds of things. Like, how long must warfare exist in our world? How long must we, must we endure this division and bitterness among people, you know? Right. Um, Paul lived in the sense of Jesus' return being today. Any moment. Any yeah. moment, tomorrow, yeah. And if not tomorrow, within his lifetime. And here we are still waiting, and, uh, and, and I think as, as we grow older, we begin to ponder on that a little bit more. How long, oh Lord, how long? And so it takes that sense of focusing on God's patience with us for us to be able to appreciate more the time that we have, to be more focused on celebrating the time that we do have. I like that. It's really good. I wish I would have said that in the sermon. <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. Yeah. Pastor Jim this weekend will be preaching once again on patience. <laughs> I don't remember, um, I might be mixing the messages at this point, but one of you mentioned how, you know, this, this topic isn't meant to make you feel guilty mm-hmm. either. You know, that it's like, it's a struggle we kind of all have, and it's not meant to say like, oh, you're doing it wrong, yeah. but more yeah. of a reminder of Oh, like he has his patience with us. Yeah, Pastor Don was very strong about that. This is how you are to live your best life. Now, we don't always live our best lives. We let our sinfulness, our impatience, and those things get in the way. And it takes away some of the goodness that God intended for our lives. But yeah, these instructions are about, they aren't there to make you feel guilty. They're there to encourage you Mm -hmm. to find ways to bring more of these things into your life so that you can live the good life that God intended. I don't want to get in the prosperity gospel type of preaching. Sometimes I hesitate when I say things like that, but the reality is God does want us to live our best lives. 
right? God does want us to live lives full of peace and joy. doesn't mean they always will be. It doesn't mean that hard times can't be something to teach us. But he gives us this instruction manual called the Bible um, so that we can live better lives in this existence as we prepare for the next. I mentioned this only briefly in my sermon because I really didn't want to dwell a lot on it. But the theme verse that we're using for these five Sundays was the second lesson at our marriage Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. heard that. That's really good. And, and I think that says a lot about using this instruction that we have from the Lord to say, live in love, put all of this together, and make the best of the life that you have. You know, these are the ways in which you can make your life really good. Yeah. And, and I, I really feel like this has been a strong part of our marriage in, um, in, in being together for 49 years. So, wow. yeah. Next yeah. year's 50. Next year's 50. That is a celebration yeah. right there. That yeah. is outstanding. But just to have that in the back of my mind, you know, thinking that uh, these verses are maybe more powerful and more meaningful to me than maybe to some of the other people because we chose it right from the start of our life together. Funny, I don't know if younger people see patience as something that necessarily they need in their lives. Uh, my daughter, who actually for a 21-year-old is fairly self-realized in a lot of ways, um, I don't know if she would say that patience is a problem with her. But looking at her life, I would say patience is. <laughs> but I don't know if she would. I don't know if there's at some point you get to a point of emotional maturity where you start to realize how much patience is needed more than what you have in your life. Well, I think too is generational. I mean, I you, you mentioned a couple of the things like how we're so, like there's so much instant gratification in our lives like now. And so I think, you know, older generations have had the experience of not having that. Whereas like younger generations have, you know, I mean, I- Thanks again, everyone for joining us for this episode of Good News from Good Sam. We ask that you would join us again for our next podcast as we continue to go deeper. And remember to subscribe to the show where you listen to podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. And again, I'm Pastor Scott. And I'm Pastor Don. Thanks for listening, and we just hope you have a great day.